At the intersection of ideas and action, this is Longitude Soundbites, where we bring innovative insights from around the world directly to you. My name is Tony Zhou, and I'm a Longitude Fellow from Yale University. Today, I have the pleasure of presenting part two of my interview with Naeem Altaf. Naeem is an IBM Distinguished Engineer and the Chief Technology Officer of IBM Space Tech and IBM Cloud. We continue our conversation with Naeem sharing unexpected surprises throughout the project and his thoughts on leadership and mentorship. We have a very good mentor program in IBM. Uh, we have this uh, thing called an IBM, IBM Academy. Basically, what Academy is the people, you know, who, who like to do innovation work. They come and they showcase their work to the whole IBM. You can go and create initiatives and people join those initiatives. You, you know, they get interested. Like in IBM, the IBM, the space part, almost literally been dead for last 15 years because they're focused on something else now. So I tried to reignite it last year. Oh, because IBM played a huge role in putting men on moon. At that time, IBM was the one, the computers and everything. And IBM dedicated 4,000 engineers to NASA for those years to just go and make Apollo missions successful. So we have a legacy, we have a huge history there. So I'm trying to reignite that, to speak about it and, and make inspire people and you know, give them information. My personal focus has always been innovation. What we can do. Yeah, that, that's really inspiring. Who would you say have been some of your mentors or people who have influenced you along your path? You need to have mentors yeah. always because yeah. they are they are your guide in front and that help you navigate, especially when you're working in big uh, big uh, companies who has like we have like you used to have like 400,000 people, right? It's not easy. You can just easily get lost in this big company. The first few years, you have no idea. You just go to work, do your thing. You come home, you're excited, you got your paycheck. That's it, right? So, but but they were the ones who, you know, showed like, this can be done. Basically, the art of possibility, right? Mm-hmm. What's the art of possible? This, 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 you can do all these things. They give you the, these things. And then it's up to you. If you want to take that opportunity and go. It's very simple. If As a parent also, right? You have, let's say you have three, four kids, right? Every day you tell them things. Two or three of them just listen and say, oh, that's really cool. One of them comes back and say, you know what? Tell me more. I'm interested. All this stuff, right? Then you pay more attention because this kid is hungry to do something. Same thing in professional, right? So you, they will show you, but you also have to put a lot of effort in. I mean, I remember I used to come back home at like two or three o'clock in the morning. And then next day I'm back at work at seven o'clock, seven eight o'clock. Right? It's not like that you get overtime period or something. It's just like you're curious. You, you want to learn this stuff because you don't know. And somebody at a higher level like this are showing you stuff. You want to be respectful and, you know, learn from them. Yeah. Right? And, and, and the knowledge only comes from respect. This is a saying of the East, which the West does not understand. But in our part of the world, the Pakistan channel, right? I mean, you have to respect your teacher. Because- Absolutely. I, um, so I used to study music prior to switching to study uh, data science. Uh-huh. Uh, and one of my mentors, uh, professors, created this analogy or this, this, this image about how, you know, your relationship with your mentor is a lot like rowing a boat. Both of you need to be rowing, 
right? Not only one person can be rowing because if, if one person rows, then you're just going in circles. But both of you need to be rowing together. And, you know, I, I totally agree. It's about like mutual respect, respecting the other person's time, respecting the other person's efforts and, and knowledge and wisdom. But then also at the same time, like it's, it's, it's this back and forth, right? Like, and I think a lot of, especially when we're young as students, we think that we are just receiving information from our teacher. But that's absolutely not true. I think it's also about how you're returning because, Focus. right, because, because the mentor also gets enjoyment or fulfillment from, you know, inspiring. Yes. Yeah. And there's lots of things, for example, what you are, what you are going in your age group right now, they were not there when I was there 20 years ago, right? So I have a lot to learn from you also. The basic point is learning. As long as you're in that learning mode, you will keep on going up. The moment you think, you know what, I know it all, you will start, right? I mean, it's not complicated. That, that's awesome. Like if, if you had to redo things again, would you start differently or like, would, or would computer science still be that choice? I would like to be more closer to, to the people. The, whatever the work I do, which takes me closer to the people. If I have three daughters, I told them, I don't want you to be in the tech industry. I want right. you to be in the industry where you actually touch a human. Oh. And one of those industries is healthcare industry. Yeah. There is plenty of stuff here for us. Of course, the, there is no end to the greed. At a certain level, you reach and like, you know, this is enough. I mean, what else? I mean, how many gadgets are you more going to buy? They just want to sit there and just wasting, right? But the thing is, when you go and help some human, the amount of satisfaction you get in your heart, that is priceless. No money can buy that. But, but so, don't, don't, don't you think like with tech, though, you're able to, well, in mass, like at scale, a lot of Indirectly. Are, indirectly. Right? Yes, you're right. You do. Right. But in general, do things, it helps people. But, it's, but, but the thing is, when you go and you help some elderly people, you do something or you help them somehow, right? That's like instant. Like oh. you, you see that smile, right? Yeah. So, so I see that in the healthcare, like, you know, because people who come to hospitals or in this, they, they're in pain. Yeah. But when you help them and when, when you see the smile and when they give something, when they say something to you, you, that is totally priceless. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about healthcare now and, and, and medicine, yes. because you, you mentioned also and there was uh, DNA sequencing up in space. I'm assuming that is to explore and research microbes or other things in space. How do you envision that, that step or the steps we need to take for humans or medicine to be in space? If, if, if that makes sense, the question that I'm asking. That is a very, very, very critical thing. So for example, okay, now people, they're talking about for Artemis going to moon and stay over there for, uh, you know, this time to stay there and then eventually to Mars. We're going to spend billions of dollars to do that. Okay. So let's say uh, we spent, I don't know, several hundreds of billions and we sent four or five people. Yeah. And the moment they arrive there, a day or two later, they die. You're like, okay, what the hell? Right. I mean, Right? I mean, you spent all this money to put humans and they couldn't survive the environment for whatever reason. If you can't protect your payload, basically, your mission is failed. That's your payload, which you're putting. So you have to, I mean, you, you put a very fancy satellite in the orbit. 
and the moment you put in the orbit it it just stops stops working it's a failure it's a big failure so, so yeah so healthcare is a big concern the health of the astronaut health. so there is lots of work going on where you are putting a lot of you know the biosensors on on them and you know, checking for vitals all these things but dna sequence because dna tells almost everything about that living being right you can detect so much stuff so that our focus was edge computing what happens with the dna sequencing today when they do this dna sequencing and you know, run through this stuff it generates like a half a terabyte of data now that data has to come back to the ground which will take a lot of time it will eat up a lot of bandwidth and then it has to go through the company's logistics and all that stuff and then in, into the hands of scientists by the time it gets in the hands of scientists already like 2 months late yeah who knows the environment right if we can do that computation right there for you that you can get your results because the value of that data the win- window of opportunity is very small if you miss that window i gave you data and you looked at it after 5 days it's almost useless now you should have looked at right then let's say you're on the moon now you take the samples and you now wait for when the next flight will come we will send the samples back that can be months and if you are at mars that can be years yeah so the idea was okay while you're doing your research at that spot i need the answer right there so that was the whole idea about i mean dna has done amazing things for us in this century would you want to go into space Yeah definitely love to yeah. go to space. Yes, I love to go to space. Every night when I go to sleep and because you see dreams right I mean I see lots of dreams it's just, it's amazing when you are watching a dream because it it feels so real. I always pray so you know please give me a ride in the space. Oh lord right I mean, you can do anything. The Edge of Space series serves as an opportunity for its listeners to learn more about the exciting innovations in space. In part 2 of this two-part interview, we hear how important mentorship is at IBM. As Naeem said, mentorships are mutually beneficial for the mentor and mentee. Mentors can guide and help navigate the complexities of a big company. They offer a wealth of knowledge and can bring clarity to your vision. Most of all, they can show you what is possible. Seeking mentorship is a long but rewarding process. So I hope our listeners put themselves out there this new year to form meaningful mentorships. We hope you enjoyed today's segment. Please feel free to share your thoughts over social media and in the comments or write to us at podcast@longitude.site. We would love to hear from you. Join us next time for more unique insights on Longitude Soundbites.